You're listening to the two dumb users. Another one. Another one. Another one. Good morning. 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 Welcome to the show. Oh, this is episode 462 of the two dumb yinzers. This is hump day. Hump day. How you guys doing today? Oh, I'm doing great. Ready to talk some football. Football. I do want to say closer to Saturday. There's another day closer to Saturday. I do want to say this, that, um, I forgot to tell you what the final tally was on the picks uh, yesterday. So I do want to start by telling you that. <laughs> I forgot about that yesterday. Well, I got to say this: a couple of things about the picks this week. There was a very, there was a lot of odd games, odd finishes, odd winners, things in that uh, nature. Um, but I did also want to say, and I think we may have even said this on Friday's show, but I did want to say, Mike, you did hit. You hit the um you hit the tiebreaker on the head. It was I, Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I had twenty-three to sixteen. You had twenty-three to sixteen. And the final score uh, of course was what uh twenty-one to eighteen. Yeah. So to all you people out there who said, Who saw this coming? Who saw the Steelers losing to the New England Patriots? This guy. This you were literally guy. only two points was, off, Mike. Two points. Yeah, I called the scores. Score. I had it all. So, Steeler fans, Steelers media, national media, who, suck whoever, on suck on it because yeah. oh, who could have seen this coming? Oh, it's a travesty. Blow up the team. This guy, this this fuck right here called it. Um, unfortunately, it didn't help because <laughs> well, oh I know I got destroyed. We, we didn't know you didn't get destroyed, but we didn't need the tiebreaker. So I mean, the the, the tiebreaker would have been good if we would have needed it. You would have you would have hit it right on. But I like um, to just gloat that I called uh, that I had the correct amount of points. I do want to say Derpy had twenty picked twenty three, <clears throat> and had your score, Mike, had you picked, had it gone one more point over, and you would have you know not had a chance because you would have went over. Derpy, you had twenty three points, which would have in fact won, and it was a good pick for a tiebreaker because it was low enough to keep you in it if Mike would have in fact went over. But with that being said, guys, it was not decided by a tiebreaker. Um. Again, many, 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 many peculiar games, odd games, weird yeah. things happen. And one of you guys did win by the score of nine to six. I do want to put that out there. One of you guys did win this week by the score of nine to six. And the winner is Mike. Drum roll, please. If you can hear the tapping. No, I can't. Tap the microphone. Yeah, that's exactly what it looks like. I know. Shut tap up. your microphone. Be, be professional and tap your microphone. You. There we go. All right. The winner this week, guys, by the score of nine to six from the picks was Mike. You did get the nine. Oh. Uh, Derpy. Oh, it was no. a good run. It was. It was the. It was the weirdo games. <laughs> the weirdo games were the difference this week. I'm looking, and um, Mike, you certainly had taken advantage of some of these games. Yeah. Uh, you had the Cowboys, of course. Um, you had New England. Uh, so, so some of these games that um, a lot of people, you took the Bengals over the Colts. So it, it was, it come down yeah. to the, the oddity, the oddness of the week. Yeah. Mike, you did pull it off, but uh, we'll get back at it tomorrow and jump right back in. And uh, so Derpy could get back on track. But um, 
good 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 week i mean yeah considering everything that happened in the nfl exactly yeah i gotta say it was a good week not not only that week but my god the entire season yeah weird games like it's weird yeah like weird season the chiefs might be they're one loss away from being the same boat as we are they might knock us out of a wild card spot eventually you know what i mean that they that's what it might come down to is the Chiefs <laughs> them getting, sucking is the Chiefs <laughs> getting in on a wild card and us missing it because of that. So yeah. Um, what is that? Is that me? I thought I was getting feedback. All right. Oh uh, yeah. But, I heard someone's feedback. I don't know who's, but that, uh, that's the, the story. I do want to start by saying guys, I was talking to a, the boxing guy at the radio station yesterday, and he was talking a little bit about this Jake Paul, Andre August match uh, here on the 15th. I'm not into boxing, but I'm into high-profile boxing. In other words, when I grew yeah. up, I was a Mike Tyson guy, mm-hmm. and I liked watching Mike Mike Tyson fights. But I didn't really want, like watching boxing. Yeah. But this, it's one of them things. It's that high-profile thing, and I'm kind of intrigued by it. Um, but yeah, Jake Paul and Andre August, guys, that is going to be on Friday, Friday night. If you yeah, like they- boxing. Or if you're just like myself, who just kind of like that to, high I used to watch fight. like a lot of boxing, like when it was on ESPN <laughs> all the time, when when Max Kellerman was the boxing guy. Yeah. I, I watched that then, and you know, throughout the years, once, you know, Tyson was done, Holyfield was done, Lennox Lewis was done, Roy Jones was done, De La Hoya was done. I was, that was it. To me, that was like the golden, for me, that was my oh, golden absolutely. age of boxing. Right. You know, th- those guys were some of the greats of all times. You can put them up there with like people like Muhammad Ali, George Foreman, yeah. and Frazier. Those guys, those were all the, God, that was the second golden age of boxing. And for our now, life, you're now right, I just don't is. feel like it now. Like you can watch that. Who's that? Who's the guy now? Like, uh, who was winning all those championships? The big fat white guy, Butterbean. No, no, not not him. But like he had the Klutchko brothers, they were winning championships. But like I watched Lennox Lewis beat both their asses, so those guys didn't intrigue me. And then that, but you're right that that the other that, guys that was that our was, golden era. Yeah, there's boxing. like no, I don't, I don't see it. Like Lennox Floyd, Lewis, Floyd Mayweather never really did Holyfield. it for me. Like now, you know what? These guys were midgets. I I can't. I have a hard time with these these super lightweights. Yeah, it's it's. I like the watching them fights because it's more. There's more action, but. If I would somebody that I could, if I could trip and, and land on them and smash them and pr- yeah. you know, pretty much kill them, I, I don't dig them. I, I don't know. I, I like to see a gladiator. I like to see the heavyweights. I want to see, mm-hmm. you know, I like Tyson Fury. That's I'll who watch. I was thinking of, Tyson Fury. He doesn't excite me when I watch boxing. See, I like him because he's such a uh, such a show off. And the thing is, he's not an American. He's like his this English show off, and it's, it makes yeah. you even kind of dislike him even more, which yeah. kind of makes me like him even more. Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah, that's know? the kind of guy I would I should like. I just, I just think, you know, know I like when he puts his chin up in the guy's yeah. face and like I, see, I, I, I like that shit. But for for some weird reason, with him, I just can't dig dig into it. I wish I could. Maybe because he's a big lummox and you just kind of like. Oh, yeah, I want to. I want to see someone who looks like, you know, how Tyson looked, how Lennox Lewis looked. Yeah. You know, people that are jacked and ripped that you know would whoop some ass. Not someone who doesn't look like they can whoop ass and then goes out there and whoop fast because that guy legit scares me. This guy looks like a <laughs> like a valet valet Parker. This Tyson. Yeah, and theory, then he's just gonna, you know? then he'll just beat the shit out of you. Those guys are scarier than regular looking boxers. Wilder, I, you know, those uh, yeah. <laughs> fights between Fury and Wilder were pretty good. But that's my kind of my thing. I, I like the high-profile boxing. Mm-hmm. If it's somebody and it's a name I don't recognize, 
it's yeah. just boxing and I yeah. can't get into it. But if you would put a compilation together of, of you know, all those kind of matches, your Tyson's, your, you know, anybody that had a big name down through time, I would sit there yeah. and I'd be into it thoroughly and legitimately. But uh, to sit there and watch a whole event, which most of the time is what it is, you want to watch a Jake Paul fight at 11 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. You start watching it at six and it's, you know, 20 guys that you never heard of. And yeah, then you finally, you finally get to the Jake Paul match. That, I, that's what I always hate about those big prize fights. Like, yeah. I don't know who half these guys are. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know any of them. You know, just uh, the no, main. But guy. some of the sometimes though, you get surprised on the undercard. You're like, that's damn good. Some of sometimes the undercard was better than the main event. And that's even the case with the the UFC with me. I remember when Brock Lesnar was involved. I dug him. I liked uh, like Tank Abbott. Yeah. I, any any of these guys that, that again with the, the, the it's gonna be kind of a high profile yeah, gotta, name yeah. for me. Yeah, otherwise, I don't want to watch you. I want to watch the best of the best. Right. That's why I'm a Penguin fan. I want to watch the best of the best. That's why I'm not a Columbus <laughs> Blue Jacket fan. That's true. That's true. Remember when they tried to act like they were the Penguins' biggest rival? Yeah. Everybody like, you does don't, that You don't even teams. rank. It's like the Flyers, the Rangers, and then the Capitals. After that, it's just, eh, you're just a name. Yeah. You in any kind of fights, Derpy? Any kind of uh, boxing or... UFC. Um, my uncle, my uncle's a fighter. Your uncle's a like a boxer. Yeah. Is he really? Well, he was on ESPN uh, back in the day. No he shit. Uh, Darby's holding out yeah. on us. Jeez, old man. Uh, you know, in the Pittsburgh area, the the Pittsburgh kid was fun to watch. Paul Spadafora. Yeah, I forgot uh, about Spadafora. He was uh, he was good, man. He was. Uh, Good for his like I forget what weight class. He had a lot of troubles. He had a lot of off. Yeah, he had uh, a lot of yeah. Like a lot of these boxers do though. You notice yeah. that a lot of the time these guys get themselves in their share of trouble. And that's why they get the they get into the boxing to try and you know give them that discipline that direction. Right. Like go with some of that anger, I guess. Yeah, and they, I think that's why he did it too. Because didn't uh, yeah, I, I can't remember what he had, but he had issues and like wasn't he was supposed to get ready to fight De La Hoya or did fight and something happened before or some shit like that. I can't remember. I'm, I might be mixing up fighters, but yeah, I remember Spadafore. He was there, was a, there was a Kimbro from um, yeah. Aliquippa. He did very uh-huh. well. So I, you know, as long as I know the guy, I guess. Yeah. So this, this Jake Paul versus Andre August, that is Friday for anybody that wants to check that out. I, I think that it's kind of interesting. Um, Mike Pittsburgh Steelers, Derpy. Yes. Keanu Benton. Keanu Benton is getting the nod to start at nose tackle uh, for the Steelers this Saturday against the Colts. Keanu Benton. And now this is a guy that really came in and is taking advantage, Mike. And, uh, Derby's Derby. guy, man. Derby I like it. it. I like it a lot. I, I like him. I like him uh, also. And I think, you know, that he, like I said, he's one of the rookies amongst others. I don't get me wrong. Yeah. I think there's other rookies that are certainly stepping up and, and being able to come in and do their thing. But he will be getting the nod at nose tackle. On Saturday, I can't wait to see that. He he he's a terror in the middle there. I like he him. is. We we haven't had a nose tackle like him since what um Hargraves and Casey Hampton. This that yeah. steady plug in the middle that will, you know, he flashes on and sometimes in the pass rush, but it's that steady run stuffer, which is what you need in that three four. You need that body in the middle. I want to. I'd like to see the defense get back to that Casey Hampton type mold where. That guy in the middle is gonna all all you want him to do is to eat two two bodies. Just yeah. make him occupy two bodies, and that's gonna be more room for your inside linebackers. But 
even while he's eating up those bodies, he's making plays in the backfield. He's making plays at the line of scrimmage. So it's well deserved that it's now now he's now officially listed as the starter. I think for the most part but, he's been playing. He's don't been get too excited, Mike. I know, I know. Now he is on the injury list. I do want to go over the list uh, that was put forth by our head coach. No, I don't want to. I don't yesterday. want to. And Keanu Benton is in fact on that list. He is. Uh, he's he's nursing a oblique. He had limited practice yesterday, but we do have to talk about the guys that will not and possibly be not be playing this Saturday. Yeah. Let me give you the injury report from top to bottom. Kenny Pickett uh, did not practice this week with the ankle. He is out. Najee Harris with the knee did not practice. Uh, he, I'm not, I'm not sure on him, but we don't. Uh, we do know that he didn't practice. Uh, KZ limited practice with an ankle. James Pierre, he had a full practice, but mm. he has a shoulder. Landon Robbins, Landon Roberts with his groin did not practice. Alex Highsmith with his concussion, limited practice. TJ Watt with his concussion, limited practice. Siamalu with his shoulder did not practice. Again, um, Keanu Benton with his oblique, limited practice. And finally, Cam Hayward with his vagina had limited practice. So I'm sure we'll see those guys. But, uh, geez, after the guys that we lost for the season and lost along the way, we're 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 pretty much down to a skeleton crew here. Yeah, it's it's a mash unit right now. Yeah, like there's yeah. Well, Derpy, there's adversity, then there's just bad fucking luck. (laughs) (laughs) I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I think we're in bad fucking luck right now. You know, Derpy brought it to my attention. (laughs) I saw it over the weekend. The injury. But he, after the show yesterday, he mentioned that uh, Justin Herbert, they shut him down for the yeah, season because he had yeah. surgery on his broken finger. So I mean, we we could have a we could have a, a franchise guy and them go down. That and that could that could be super devastating. Yeah. Where we are, we're just dealing with masses of uh, yeah. you know injuries that it's it's, it's going to play an effect. Mike Derpy, I want to see this team do well as much as the next guy, but boy, it's going to be very difficult from this point on. And um, you know. I, and to me, where we are at this point, the way things have gone so far, anyway, it's it's a bit uh, kind of a surprise, anyhow. So let's let's kind of just see where it falls and uh, see where we finish this thing out. Yeah, you hate to use injuries as an excuse, but my God, like everyone who has been hurt has been a key starter or a key backup. You know, we haven't had like a this special right. teams guy go down or just someone who's coming in to fill in get hurt. No, it has to be a starter. And Why don't Miles Boykin ever get hurt? This guy's got to be the most durable guy in the field. He never gets hurt. We we need him on the this special is... teams amount as we punt. <laughs> we need him. Yeah, we need him and kill him. Always... See, this is what the problem has been with the Steelers the last since the the beginning of the Killer Bees era. We always get injury prone. Yeah, always. And it's... Always and it's and always they do at the, the blame game, and then they do the blame game. But they're not uh, to their credit. They don't. They're not blaming injuries. They won't say that's it. next. Once you know they what? run out of excuses, they're going to have to come to something. I mean, they're running out of excuses is, is the problem. I think let's just figure out if they, if they would just spend as much energy trying to figure out how to win as they are trying to figure out excuses to tell, I think we'd be fine. Yeah. You know, I love this team. I love the drama around it. It actually does bring a smile to my face for some Things odd reason. Mike, you did. Like, this, yeah. I don't know. It, it, it is hard to 
it, it's easy to say, you know, you're professional. Do you have the next man up mentality, blah, blah, blah. But there comes a point when it just becomes all law of diminishing returns, putting backups in after backups. And, you know, that's why they're backups. Yeah. But, hey, we do have the toughest schedule in the league. That's true. Yep. And I that's a fact. That's not an excuse. Uh, Mike, you mentioned the special teams. You mentioned Miles Killebrew. An interesting little fact about him. Now, the the all-pro, uh, you know, the all-star voting is up. I'm seeing on Twitter, X, I'm sorry, and other social medias, they are calling for people to get on and vote for these guys. One guy that I think is being overlooked that I believe that Pittsburgh Steelers fans should, in fact, be voting for is Miles Killebrew. Since mm-hmm. 2021, since he started this, on this team, he has four blocked puns. Yeah. He has four block punts, which is either the same or more than every other team Yeah, in its entirety. Yeah. Miles Killebrew has that himself. Yeah. And that's why, like, you know, God, when he had that game where he ran in, ran into like 12 different guys calling fair catches, that's what the announcer's like, you don't expect this from him. And, you know, he's that well-respected throughout the league because, like Ryan said, four block, four block kicks, block, block punts, excuse me, and his block punts, like he has what two this year, and they were at key moments too. He's that guy when you need a play on special teams, he makes the play. Yeah, he had one bad game that should not, you know, paint a cloud over him. And I, I think, think he does deserve to be. It's just, it's just, it's just frustrating. Ben threw four interceptions. And, oh, I'll ride right Ben. It falls, out of town. well, it falls into that category. It's like, yeah, yeah. you're pissed off. Yeah, it sucks that it happened, but at the end of the day, you're happy you got this guy. Oh, exactly, because you're in a, you're willing to take that one bad moment because you know you're going to have 17 other great ones. So Miles you know, yeah, vote for Miles Killer. Get out, vote sure for him. You do have the the Pro Bowl game, which nobody cares about, but you know what? But for, it's a nice honor. For the guy and for yeah. his resume to, to show a little bit, um, get out, vote for Miles Killer. It just takes a couple clicks on your phone um, and, you know, other Steelers if you would wish. Um the uh Mike Derpy, here's the current playoff pitcher as we speak and who we would play. Oh, yeah. who, who else would be playing one another in the AFC? Miami didn't win on Monday night, so Baltimore is in fact the number one seed in the AFC in the rest of the game. The games break down like this. The Baltimore Ravens will get the bye, of course. Number two seed in Miami would play number seven seed in Indianapolis if the playoff started right now. Number three, Kansas City would play the number six Pittsburgh Steelers. And the number five Browns would play the number four Jacksonville Jaguars. Now I'm looking at this, and that means that let's. I, I think Cleveland <laughs> could beat Jacksonville right now. I I think they can. So if Cleveland wins that first round game, <laughs> they would be the lowest seed because mm-hmm. I I'm going to assume that us or Indianapolis wouldn't beat Miami or Kansas yeah. City. So let's just you know. So that would put the Cleveland Browns against Baltimore with Joe Flacco. In the second round, which I think is a totally winnable game for the Browns. Then you would end up playing in the AFC championship game, the winner of all the other uh, the other teams, uh, whether it be Miami, Kansas City, one of those. But uh, you know what? I'm telling you, this has been a strange year. Right. Even as I always say, even the sun shines on, you know, on, on a dog's ass every once in a while. It could possibly be the year for the Cleveland Browns. And you you were calling me the Browns fan yesterday. You've been I calling me a Browns fan ever since fan. I've known you. And you're the one sitting here 
You know what? The Browns. But I'm just Browns really right now, man. They're this gonna, league is this a winnable out. game? This is a winnable game. Uh, is, is anything that I said uh, wrong? Do you think that uh, they would have trouble? Uh, they just. I think they just beat Jacksonville. Yeah. Um, Nothing you said is wrong. I think they. But it left. is wrong on so many levels. And if, he, and and if there's anybody yeah. that could beat the Ravens, it's the Browns, just like the Steelers. Yeah. yeah there's the only a couple teams. That, yeah. You know, the Browns and the Steelers, I think, are the most well prepared to play the Ravens. And, uh, and, I'm just and they, they have the secondary to keep up with, you know, Kansas City, but, you know, Kansas City receivers aren't a threat anymore. So that's limiting Patrick Mahomes, what he can do in the passing game. I'm going to hold because he can throw the ball to him. And, but, you know, Kadarius Tony and the boys can't hold on to shit. I'm going to reserve that judgment until the playoffs starts because once they get in the playoffs, the Chiefs turn into this whole other team. It, it's almost like magic. It's so weird because I, I don't know. Once they get this, the spotlight on them, yeah. they turn into this different team. But, uh, you know, you're not wrong, Mike. In the NFC, number one seed San Francisco now, they would have the week off if the playoffs started this weekend. And their games would go like this. Number two, Dallas would play the number seven Green Bay Packers. Number three, Detroit Lions would play interdivision number six Minnesota Vikings. And this game here, Jesus, if this wouldn't be the best game in the playoffs, I don't know what is. Number five, Philadelphia Eagles versus the number four, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> Philadelphia, who was just undefeated a couple weeks ago, to uh, Tampa Bay, who's under five hundred. The the sacrificial lamb that is the NFC South. Yes. So, and what what's what's the NFC South upset someone? Uh, you know what? That'd be great because to everyone see. would be like, "Oh, Nobody. it's not fair. They're they have a losing record. They shouldn't make the playoffs." Blah blah blah. You know what? They won their division not their fault that they're in a shitty division and i i hope i hope i hope the nfc south finishes under 500 and they upset the number five seed i wonder how long it's going to take to um to somebody in that division could win with a above 500 record win that division it's going to be seasons yeah which is surprising like tampa bay yeah they're a few years removed from that super bowl team but they still have some good talent down there so it's wild and baker mayfield is not playing bad Lee, so I I just don't know. Atlanta Atlanta's coach can't get out of his own way. He doesn't want to play his young players because they play well. He's so fantasy. weird, and, and because he wants to screw over people who have them in fantasy football. This is the he team, thinks it's Mike. funny. This it's, is the team that comical. didn't play a starter all preseason. No, I like he how does, makes some he makes some odd calls. This guy, yeah, you you make you you turn <laughs> Kyle Pitts who could be. You know, one of the top tight ends in the league. You turn him into an ordinary player. B. John Robinson, who is a levy on bell clone you don't use them because why use them you know we'll uh, take them if you don't want to use them good morning ralph i just i just i just uh changed over to the board i see ralph said good morning good morning sir also guys um where did i where did i see this okay former Steelers running back jalen samuel i remember jalen samuels Oh, Jalen Samuels, oh. he signed letter of intent with a, a number of other NFL players to play in the XFL this season. So if you're going to watch any of that XFL-USFL awesome. combo in the spring, you will see a little bit of former Steeler running back Jalen Samuels. Wow, that's a blast from the past. Awesome. Yeah, I haven't thought of him in a while, huh? Me either. And like, I was just going through like past draft classes, too, and I was like... I don't even remember seeing his name. I don't even know if we drafted him or picked him up in free agency. I don't know. He seemed like a free agent for some reason. I don't he think might he him. might have been by a draft class. I don't know. Uh, Malik Cunningham, quarterback of the New England Patriots, gets picked up by the Baltimore Ravens. 
This Malik Cunningham, some players compared to the likes of Lamar Jackson and guys like this, <laughs> did get picked up off the practice squad of the New England Patriots. Malik Cunningham is now a Raven. <laughs> he had like what one good preseason yeah. game. Where what was it? What was his deal? Where where did he get drafted for? I don't even know. There was something. I mean, there's a reason we know about him. There's a reason we talk because, about him. There because was... he had that he had that he had that good preseason game. And people are like, oh my God, look out for Malik Cunningham. He might be legit. And that was it. He couldn't no, he, he kept it. getting cut from uh, New England. It was a story or something with him. Um Brian Flores, his defense has allowed one touchdown in the last 12 quarters, guys. Brian Flores' defense in Minnesota has allowed one touchdown. In the last twelve quarters, that's that, three games. That, yeah, that's, hold on to him. well, he wanted to go be a D coordinator somewhere else, and you know Rooney's not going to pay money, pay money for a coordinator because you know he's cheap like Bob Nunning. And they, you know, maybe 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 future head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Brian I like Flores. I like Flores. I you know I, I think that we'd have to look through all the all the all the options and, uh, yeah. and such, but you know what I I'd have him in the running. I put him in there too if we move on from Tomlin and you know I take a look at like just about everyone look offense coaches defense coaches look at the two dumb yinzers I think we would be pretty good head coaches absolutely Derpy will be in charge of uh special teams Ryan will be in charge of uh, another defense one. Another and I, I got the offense maybe me and Kenny Pickett another one another one another one Mike another one is biting the dust oh God no. All the starting quarterbacks that's gone down this year. We mentioned this guy earlier in the show. This is the guy that I like. Of course, Justin Herbert down for the season with a broken finger. Mike, the starting quarterbacks this year. This is insane. I've I, never I, saw uh-huh. this kind of uh, injury bug league-wide with starting quarterbacks. No. It's and that this is why the product sucks right now because all these starting quarterbacks are out. I, I saw someone tweeted out every quarter, every all these starting quarterbacks that were injured, and they're like, oh, this isn't right. So get ready for people to start saying we need to protect the quarterbacks more. So get ready for them to have their little flags along and have their tutus on. Yeah, I but saw no, this I, one. It looked like a bingo sheet, and it had all the the. Did you see this, Mike? No. And it had all the guys pitchers in it, and it was like, oh, I miss you, I miss you. And it was like Aaron Rodgers, and over the over the faces, <laughs> I miss you. And then in the middle, there was Deshaun Watson, uh-huh. and it was like, not you, perv. And then it went to the next one. I miss you, I miss you. <laughs> I like it. I like it, yeah, because no one misses Deshaun Watson. No one misses the perv. The only reason no, I don't like, miss him is because like the Browns don't even miss him. They were rolling yeah. with him. They were starting to roll with him, and they plucked Flacco. I, I gotta be honest, I have no problem with the guy. Did if the guy wants to go out and, and, and get girls, I mean, like, more power to him. But uh, just the fact that he's on a team that I I don't like and a team that we have to beat, you know, regularly. That's why. That's why I go on about this guy. Not a, oh no, what he did was kind of. Eh. But anyway, uh, wait, what? Look, explain to me what he. I mean, what was the bad? What was the terrible part about what was done? Uh, he was sexually harassing and ass- assaulting a uh, massage female. He massage. was raping. Is that uh, he was is? like jerk. That's what that he, is. That's no, rape. no. He would sit there and like they would do the massage. He turn over and jerk off and try and come on. Him. Well, that's what they do with these massage no, parlors. Uh, no, that's not a massage parlor. I'm talking like actual masseuses, like physiotherapist type massage. Parlor. Maybe I don't understand in its entirety. I don't know. No, I, I... no. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was bad. Okay, it was it was very hmm. bad. It was very bad. Yeah, what else? It was very care. bad. I don't care about it. He's him. perfect. You know? he's I perfect. The thing is, I don't, I don't, uh, 
you know, if he wasn't a Bron, <laughs> you didn't look into it. You're just like, eh, he's on the Browns. I'll make fun of him. Well, no, that's the thing. If you're a Bron, I don't know if it's anybody. If it's anybody on any of these three teams, I'll certainly be happy whenever they uh, have to miss games. But uh, you know what? The Browns seem to be benefiting by it. They got Joe Flacco, and he's uh, he's he's doing what the Browns need them to, need him to do. And that's the thing that scares me about him is if they do keep him, I do know that Minnesota Minnesota is going to try to pluck him from the practice squad of Cleveland with some of the latest rumors. But um, yeah, because that's how they they're benching uh, Dobbs and starting Nick Mullins. And you know, if Minnesota they if they're serious about winning, they might consider. I mean, the thing the thing is, the guy's a veteran. He knows what he's doing, and you know, he's proven the past couple games with Cleveland that he could still hold his own yeah. out there. So I, I think that could be scary. And again, I think that could be another one of them reasons that Cleveland might just be able to do just enough, but there's still a lot of football to be played. Yeah, guys. Your, your Cleveland Browns are on the rise. My yeah. Cleveland Browns are on the your rise. Your Cleveland Browns. We knew this. All the Al Michaels. Anybody tell me what Al Michaels is getting kicked off of the NFL playoff coverage for? I've uh, seen the headline several times. I didn't read it because I wasn't that interested interested but if anybody could tell me what the 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 legit reason is i'd like to know i i think it's because he sounds uninterested with the games he's just his snarky comments during the games i think that's it like i, I he's the NFL awesome. is full of snarky commented guys i mean he's look just at the... he's just terrible he's a terrible announcer anymore I, like i i don't like these old hacks that are just hanging around that are tarnishing their legacy like just hang them up and move on I don't know. Maybe like 15 years ago, Al, like if you told me Al Michaels was being removed from playoff coverage, I would be shocked and outraged. Now I'm like, thank God. He's just a household name. Yeah. And a lot of times in media, you don't get rid of those household names until they die. That's yeah. They, you should replace them. He he's no Mike Lang. Okay, get the f out of here. I don't know. He's bigger than Mike Lang. Well, he's, yeah, it's because he's national. Mike Lang right. decided to stay local with the Penguins. But that's what I'm saying. I, I just man, maybe I know. I know. Yeah, I, I don't, don't think that I, I ever listened to Al Michaels and thought, "Oh, this dude sucks." Like him and Chris Collinsworth or whoever. Chris Collinsworth there. is the one that I think sucks. He's yeah, a fuck. Suck. I hate them both. He's a he's a retard. He, he he's ugh. he always has like the dumbest things to say. Yeah. Yeah. I just, so I don't know. Maybe they'll now here's a guy. Maybe they'll Shut kick up, him Collinsworth. off next. I just I I don't know what the deal is with Al Michaels, but guys. Yeah, I saw uh, it. I was like, uh. Bill Belichick, of course, the rumors going on around about him. Huh? You know, the, the New England Patriots are going to cut him loose at the end of the season, which we talked about two weeks ago. If yeah. he lands in this team that we talked about, I'm gonna I'm gonna just gonna jump and, and shit in everyone's face because we we covered this weeks before this was even a topic. I forget who, who who did we say he was going to? The Chargers. 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 Right. So yeah. keep your eye. Yeah, I on think that. Justin Herbert purposely hurt look it's lining up herbert gets hurt Belichick's gonna be fired justin herbert got a phone call from Belichick said you're breaking your finger yeah so i can come coach there and he was like yes sir boom broke his finger all right <laughs> i know now that you're on a roll I, I wanted to kind of segue that into the penguins because this is where i need you to talk a ton <laughs> mike the uh <laughs> oh my bad 11 consecutive wins against Against this Coyotes team, the Pittsburgh Penguins now have. They came with a 10-game winning streak last night. Mike, the Penguins beat the Coyotes 4-2. Penguins are now 12-12-3. Coyotes dropped to 13-13-2. The power play disaster is over for the moment. For the moment. They managed to score a power play goal. I believe it was Kent Gensel. Gensel, a minute 12 in. Gensel has uh, two goals last night. Jeff Carter has two goals last night. Your boy Jeff Carter. Uh, Yari went night. He stopped nineteen to twenty-one shots. Mike, please talk about this. 
Who saw this coming? I know I didn't. Not only two power play goals. We got a shorty. Jeff Carter scoring goals. My mind is blown. My mind is blown. But it, once again, in this game, the stars showed up. Like, you know, Ryan said, Gensel goal, Crosby assist, um, Latang a helper, Malkin a helper. Yeah, so that's nice to see. Um, God, Jari playing a pretty good game. Hey, this is what I wanted to see from the Penguins. Now they just need to carry this momentum forward. They snap, what, a four-game losing streak? Now they need to get back on track because, my God, it's like win, loss, 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 win, loss, loss, loss. But a nice little, what, four or five game win streak there early in the year. Would They need to get back to that formula because Columbus is at the bottom. They have 23 points. We have 27, you know, in the Metro. The Rangers are up top sitting, you know, 39. Penguins right now, we are out of the playoff spot. This is not good at all. Where are we at in the conference? We're one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight out of the playoffs. Nine, 10, 11, 12. We're sitting 12th. 12th. We're like six points out of the playoffs. Not good with this star power. Not good with, you know, the supposed great coach. They need to figure this out. Uh, Mike, do you see this team? <laughs> now, what I, what I, and, and I'm not the hockey guy, you're the hockey guy. What I take away from this is, you know, from what I've seen at, this, at the, the 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 long stretch at the end of the year last year, and from what I've seen from this Penguin team thus far this year, I'm not real confident this this team full of stars is even going to make the playoffs when it comes to time. No. I, I, they're just not a team that that's it's sticking out to me saying, you know what, they could get hot and make a nice run. Mm -hmm. They haven't done that in a while. No, and right now the the problem is that bottom six. There, you've got some guys on there that are producing like Riley Smith. But they, they, it's the bottom six because the star powers, you know, they're still playing at a high level. Crosby, not only like points, goals, and assists, you know, is playing at a high level. And I was, I barely understand these advanced analytics, but I know when you're graphed, when they graph where you are, like when you're so far above everyone else, you're playing at, at an elite level. Crosby's still playing at an elite level. Malkin's playing at a damn good level. Gensel is as well. Carlson's playing well. Latang's playing well. The defense overall is playing well. But why does that bottom stink? six? I, I, I'm gonna, coaching, coaching. This coach okay. refuses to really change anything. How, how the hell do you go eleven games? What was it? Eleven games without a power play goal? That's coaching. If you can't, over I know people say, well, you know, the players are comfortable. They like to run the power play like this. I'm sorry, you're the coach, they're the players. You coach, they play. You tell them what to do. I don't care that you they're future Hall of Famers. If they don't want to listen to you, that's a you problem. You need to figure it out. They haven't scored a power play going over a month. Last yeah, they, night was oh, the and they finally goal. got to, what, two last night. About they time. Over a month. Over a month. That is, un I'm sorry, that's unacceptable. Especially Didn't the season start like a month ago? I mean, in October, it's, yeah. you know, it's... Wow, man. Yeah, this is bad. It, it was inexcusable. And once again, I, I think this team might miss the playoffs. Or they What's the do... silver lining, Mike? What, what what can you walk away, you know, at the end of at the end of the day, and not even just saying anything about the power play? What can you walk away at the end of the day saying, you know what, this is is what we have going for us. So this is what I'm going to rely my my confidence on this team being able to, you know, possibly make a playoff, get into the playoffs, and make any kind of run at all. Is there any silver lining? Is is it the fact that maybe that we just do hey, we have a bunch of great uh, hall of future hall of famer it, you know or is there anything else that's deeper do you right. believe 
that uh, the Penguins gives them a chance. And from what I'm seeing, what I'm reading, it's your 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 stars are going to have to carry this team because right. the the bottom six depth isn't there, and it's hard to get that depth when you keep signing these guys to these big long term contracts. I'm sorry if Yager wasn't a Penguin for life, why would Malkin be? Why would Latang be? Yes, they are great players, they're Hall of Famers, but Come on, to me, the Penguins for life's for Lemieux and Crosby. Everyone else is expendable. All right, there you have it, Penguins. And like our our young stars, like Rust and um, Gensel, they're in their thirties now. Gensel's getting close to be thirty. You know, it's you know right. we kept we kept chasing the ring and we kept failing. Instead of saying, "Hey, you know what? We're just, we it's time to start over." We just kept doing the same thing over and over again. Penguins, the Canadians tonight, 7 p.m. Let's see if they can continue. Let's see if they can continue with the power play. I hope play. they win. I hope they turn it around. My God, I love the Penguins. Baseball, the big news of the day. Unfortunately, <laughs> Pittsburgh future, the future behind the plate. Andy Rodriguez will miss the entire 2024 season after suffering an injury Ooh. in winter ball. It was while he was batting after multiple Multiple examinations, Andy had reconstructive surgery on the UCL and also repair of the flexor tendon, a repair work on a reflexor tendon. Expected to miss 10 to 12 months. Mm-hmm. Mike, I, I, I never had a problem with guys playing in the offseason. I think that only helps your game is to, yeah. to continue to play. But like, um, you know, some might argue in this new NBA inner city or inner league, inner season tournament they do, once you start giving the players a little bit more of a, a you know a overload from what it is that they do, mm. where they make millions of dollars from certain teams and you know the company, at what point you know is is this a liability? At what point do you lose your your catcher, your young catcher, your prospect yeah. of the future for up to a year because you know of of the off again this isn't this isn't somebody who's paying him millions of dollars this mm-hmm. is his side project what he's working on to get better yep so on it's a double-edged sword one time on is. the one side you you want to get better so you want to keep active mm-hmm. but on the other hand something like this happens your boss has got to be losing his mind yeah and you know his boss is a cheapskate you know he's like i'm paying you all this money now you're hurt i you know this is like the argument for like i hate it when hockey stops the middle of the season to go play play in the olympics i do too it's not bringing eyes to the product you know people who are going to watch hockey they're going to watch hockey and what if you're like you know your star player goes down no i'm paying you if you're going to get hurt you're going to get hurt on my dime absolutely that's like like in football like if you're going to get hurt in the preseason or the regular season i'd rather you get hurt in the regular season because it was a game that mattered but this right here is like it no if you want to here, here's an off-season program. You follow this program. Uh, yeah, you're not going to go play ball for another team. It's monitored closely by your people. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I, absolutely, you know, I, we'll I hire agree. you. A, we'll hire. We'll send down hitting coaches. We'll hire. We'll send down catching coaches for you. No, yeah. you're yeah. No, you go work out. Here's your diet plan, and here's your workout regime. That's what you're doing. So there you have it, guys. Andy Rodriguez <laughs> out sucks. Oh, that for sucks. twelve months. It's going to be interesting to see what they do now. Now, now they're going to put what's his name behind the plate. So Henry Davis is um, probably Davis, going to work yeah. his way behind the which or, or kind of, not. Which well, that's the thing. It's, it's going to make them make a move one way or another because mm-hmm. something is going to have to be done. Yeah. Uh, did and 
did make a move yesterday. They their second signing of the off off season. Hard sign free agent first baseman. Um, his, last, his name is Rowdy Telez. Rowdy Telez. He's a big Damn. guy. He's from Milwaukee. Apparently, he's he's a he's a hitter like uh <clears throat> like Santana Carlos Santana was. He could put the ball over the fence. But they did. It was between him and Boston's multi all star Justin Turner was also considered. <sighs> Uh, he did make some comments on the X about Pittsburgh was m- making people believe that he was going to be the guy we were going to bring in, but it was Rowdy Telez, guys, uh, the first baseman, former first baseman for the Brewers. This will be <laughs> yeah. the second guy, the left-hander, of course, we mentioned last week. So they do mm-hmm. have a couple people coming in, and it's going to be plug-and-play guys. Um, right. And it, you know what? It's it's no it's no different than any other Pirates nope. offseason. It's nobody uh-huh. big. It's nobody anybody that you would even uh, want <laughs> Because no. yeah, I mean, Mike. No, prior no... to this conversation, hey, have, hey you know how many what? times have you thought of Rowdy Pere- Rowdy exactly. Telez? Yeah, you know what I mean. And like you know, you know they they miss out on the guy from Boston who was just using it, right? He, you know, he was using it as an excuse to get more money out of whoever right. he's negotiating against. And hey, you know what? The Buccos they missed out on Otani. Okay. <laughs> oh God! Can you imagine how long it, it would take? It only cost you two mil a year. It only cost you two million a year, Bob. Nothing. Boy, he would be it's the Bobby cheap. Bonilla till you're three thousand with this uh, yeah. with the money yeah. he's making. Oh, that is so great! I love it. I love it. But uh, yeah, but- you know, this is the Buckos, and I love Bucko Twitter already. Is like saying how this is a good signing. It's a smart signing. Oh, the other half is saying, "Oh, typical buy- yeah. pirate baseball." And you know, the one thing about the Pirates, you can guarantee on all the signings, you're not going to ever have heard of 99 percent of the guys. Exactly, unless you're like eight, you know, real deep into like baseball, and, and then and you're like, oh, this is good. This is a good signing. Here's he, the he thing about people in Pittsburgh: and... we then get used to these names, and then we start talking. Oh, hey, this uh, you start Rowdy talking yourself Telez into it. Is is doing really well, and everyone else looks at you like who? Because no yeah. one knows who Rowdy Telez is. Yeah, he's doing well for the Pirates, you know. Look at this Dick Mountain, you know. I mean, we got we jumped on the Dick Mountain train. And, oh uh, hell yeah, because he had a cool nickname, Dick yeah. Mountain. I like that Dick Mountain. <laughs> we know you do. Roberto Clemente's game used glove from 1962 sells for one hundred eighteen thousand two hundred and thirty dollars. I, you know what? That's not as steep as I would. I, I could expect no. it to be more. You know, I Me mean, you, you hear things going upward of million dollars and yeah. things like this, but a Roberto Clemente game used glove from yeah. 1962, Mike. If you might, I know that you had it in your pocket or in the couch cushions. One hundred and eighteen thousand two hundred and thirty dollars. I, I thought you were saying uh, Roberto Clemente's game used gloves are new right fielder. I'm like, you know what? It might be an upgrade. Just the glove. Just the glove. Yeah, all you see is his glove out there. <laughs> um, you, you know there would be no defensive errors. There would not be. Mm-mm. All right, guys, I promised you, I promised you, I promised you a little bit of Christmas fun. Mike, this is 12 days. We have 12 days into Christmas, so I came up with a little idea today. And I'm not to, singing. To break it up a little bit, <laughs> this, guys, is something that I created for you and Derpy. It's a little, it's a It's a fun, of, It's a, listen to this. This is what I call... Old Saint Nicknames. Yeah, Old Saint Nicknames. And what this is, guys, let me explain it to you. All right. I'm old ready Saint for this. Nicknames. <laughs> what I have on my list, I have over 20 different nicknames. I'll give you the category just as we start, but these are athletes. Athletes, nicknames, and we're going to go in a rapid style fashion. 
So, for example, Mike, you won the picks this week, so you'll mm -hmm. be able to choose who goes first. Okay. But it's going to be rapid. It's not going right. to give anybody an opportunity to think. It's not going to give everybody an opportunity mm -hmm. to, to, uh, to type. This is going to be, I'm going to go person by person in okay. rapid style, Derpy and Mike, and I'm going to give you the nickname. Okay. And you're going to say who it is or who or who you think it is. And if it's right, I say correct. If it's wrong, I say incorrect. And then I immediately go to the next guy reading their nickname. They then give me their answer. I indicate whether it's correct or incorrect. And we continue to go on through these 20 different nicknames, okay? And we're going to see by the end who who got the most nicknames correct. And, and as I mentioned, this is a Christmas uh, event. So I'm going to give you guys a Christmas present, okay? Derpy, you still there? Derby. Yeah. Derby. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Are you are you caught up with what's going on? Derby. Give me a second. Give me a second. I'm still here. I'm here. I'm here. Okay. Are you are you are are you caught up with what we're talking about? I am about? here. <laughs> All right. So Derby, we're gonna do yeah. it. Okay. So I'm gonna give a nickname. You tell me who you think it is. I'll tell you if it's incorrect or correct, and then I go straight to the next nickname, which would be to the opposite player. We're going to go through okay. 20 of these, and we're going to see who gets more. And as I said, guys, here's the Christmas present of it all. Are you ready? Here is, I'm ready. I can't wait to hear this. Here is your category for today in Old Saint Nicknames. Pittsburgh athletes are we ready oh Mike, i'm ready baby do you want to go first you or derpy are you are you receiving or deferring oh. i'll take it all right mike you're first yep and again these are all pittsburgh athletes past and uh present what about future sure okay. let me get let me get my <laughs> let me get set here with my score sheet all right, guys, here we go. Again, this is rapid. You hear the name, the nickname, you give an answer, we yep. move on. All right. Yep. All right, Mike. Bingo bango. I'm ready, baby. All right, Derpy, you're you're on deck. Again, this is rapid. As soon as Mike's uh if I tell him if it's felt true or if it's correct or not, it's directly over to you with the nickname. It's back forth, back forth. Boom, here boom. we go. Pittsburgh athletes. <clears throat> Mike, here we go. Teak. Next. No Derby. idea. Chico. Derpy. Chico. No idea. Next. Mike. Spanky. Uh, Mike Lavalier. Correct. Derpy. Cobra. No idea. Next. Mike. Bus. Jerome Bettis. Derpy. Correct. Derpy. Le Magnifique. Le Magnifique. No idea. All right, Mike. Mike, Wrecking Ball. I don't know that one. Oh, my God. I know all the ones that go into Derpy. Incorrect. Derpy. <laughs> P Derpy. Peasy. Derpy. Peasy. Uh... Incorrect. Mike, Bananas. Bananas? No idea. It incorrect. Derpy slash. 
slash. No idea. No idea. Incorrect. Mike, the hammer. Um, uh, no idea. Incorrect. Big play, Derby. Big play. Incorrect. Um, Mike, the chin. Power. Correct. Derpy, big snacks. Uh, Hampton. Correct. Mike, silverback. James Harrison. Correct. Derpy, Tommy Gun. Oh, come on, Derp. I mean, that's incorrect. Negative. Mike, mean. Joe Green. Correct. Derpy, the chief. I swear if I get if I miss this. Uh three seconds. Incorrect. Mike Pops. Uh Pops, Pops, Pops. Um um uh, Hannes Wagner. Incorrect. Damn. Uh Derpy. <gasps> Candyman. Incorrect. Mike, oh. real deal. Real deal, real deal, real deal. Real deal. Holyfield? I don't know. I don't know. No Pittsburgh athlete named Real Deal. Incorrect. Derpy. The Blonde Bomber. Oh, my. Come on, Dirk. Incorrect. Mike, finally, the last one, the Emperor. Chaz Knoll. Correct. All right, I, Mike. I know Derp. I know everyone that went to Derpy. <laughs> well, I will I will clear these up. I, I want to make sure there's no confusion. Yeah. Everybody no, knows. no, you're good. Mike, you were able to you were able to name six of them. Derp, you named one. Great job, guys. It was it was sprung on you. It was sprung on you. I didn't give you much time to think, but that yeah, there there are some of those names I never the even purpose heard of the game. Of. I wanted to make it a little bit more difficult. And from twelve days to Christmas, this is old Saint nicknames. Let me give you some of the answers. Chico, in fact, was Jose Chico Lee, Lynn. Uh, Pittsburgh Pirates second baseman. Teak was Kenta Colvey, a ah. pitcher. From the 70s team, yep. Spanky, Mike Lavalier, oh. Cobra, Dave Clark, Park. Park. Bus, Jerome Bettis, La Magnifique, Lemieux. Mario Lemieux, Wrecking Ball, Mark Recchi. Oh, that's right. God. Bananas was Banana was Barry Foster, Peasy, Joey Porter, The Hammer, Jack Ham, ah. Slash, Cordell Stewart. Oh, God. Slash, big yes. Play, Willie Gay. Big Play, Willie Gay, Chin, baby. Bill Cowher, yeah. Big Snacks, Casey, Casey Hampton, Hampton, Silverback. James Harrison, Tommy Gunn, Tommy Maddox, Maddox, Mean, Joe Green, the Chief Art Rooney, yep. Pops was Willie Stargell, yep, Handyman, John Candelera, yep. Real Deal, James Neal, Blonde Bomber, oh, yeah. Terry Bradshaw, and finally the Emperor, Chuck Knoll. Good job, guys. I forgot a James Neal. Wow. Yeah, and that's your, that's your game. That's your sport, man. Come on. What are you doing? I was never a big James Neal fan. He was an overrated yeah, but like everyone that you want to derby, I like I'm over here. John Candelera. Who did we get in exchange, Mike, for the real deal James Neal? Patrick 
Hornquist. That's right. That's and what well, didn't we get horny and um never right. No, no, that was just horny. I was thinking of the um the trade war we traded Hosa where we got uh Pasco Dupuis. You know what I really like part that. of the return package. I don't really have that host of that whole situation. Hosa. Him going back and forth and he kept losing the Stanley Cup. I know. <laughs> like I don't blame the guy. I, I don't like blame that. the guy. I you know what? I don't blame him at all. Mike, why don't you go and tell everybody about the website, man? The two dumbyinters.com. The number two D U M Y I N Z R S dot com. We have all of our links over there. Um the blog. The blog will be up. I'm putting it up Friday. That's a preview of the game on Saturday. Check it out. The two dumbyinters.com. Go check it out, everybody. www.the2dumbyinters.com. That is with the number two www.d2. Dumbyinters.com. A lot of cool things over on the website. Go check it out. All right, guys. The trivia today, a couple more days of the Indianapolis Colts trivia. There's only so much that happened in Indianapolis Colts history, but uh, you know what? I guess a lot of times you say Peyton Manning, you're going to be correct. But we're going to do it again, fellas. This is going to be an Indianapolis Colts trivia. You guys ready for this? I am ready. All right. All right. Derpy, are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Derpy! Here we go. How many turnovers did the Colts have in their first Super Bowl victory? How many Ooh. turnovers? And let me give you a little hint first. The question is, how many turnovers did the Colts have in their first Super Bowl victory? The hint to this question is, it's the most ever committed by a Super Bowl champion. Ooh. Go ahead and think that over, guys. I can give you choices if you'd like. Um, but we are. We're live, everybody. We're live every day, Monday through Friday, right here, 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. If you missed the show or you just rather listen to the show in podcast form, the live show that we do every day, we upload over on Spotify at 8 o'clock p.m. Maybe you just rather listen. Maybe you're in the car. Maybe you're at the gym. Who knows? But if you want to listen to the show in podcast form every day, brand new show, check it out at, after 8 o'clock p.m. over on Spotify. All right, fellas, the question of the day or Indianapolis Colts question is, how many turnovers did the Colts have in their first Super Bowl victory? The um, the, the hint is it's the most ever committed by a Super Bowl champion. Do either one of you guys want <clears throat> the the uh, the numerical hint, or do you guys uh, just want to take a stab at it? I'm going to take a stab at it. Derpy? Take a stab. Okay. So here we go, fellas. How many turnovers do you think it was, Mike? I'm going to go with four. Four. Now, is that your final answer? Final answer. All right. Let me get you locked in. All right, Derpy, over to you. I'm looking for how many turnovers the Colts had given up in their first oh Super Bowl victory. This is the most ever committed by a team that's won the Super Bowl. Uh, Mike says four. What do you think? I'm going to go five. And five by Derpy. I want to let you guys know that the options were these, now that we're all locked in. Three, five, seven, and nine. Three, five, seven, and nine. All right, guys. So the question of the day is this. How many turnovers did the Colts have in their first Super Bowl victory, was the most ever committed by a Super Bowl winning team, the champion. Mike said four. 
Derpy said five. The answer, guys, is seven. Holy smoly. They turn. I, I don't remember what, whatever that was. It was they they lost they beat they lost to the Jets, but then I think they won close thereafter. They were in the first five Super Bowls when they won, I believe. But in that game that they won, they given up the ball seven times. Ooh. Try doing that in the league now, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's not gonna happen. Nobody will watch. Nobody will watch. Yeah. And the Colts were one of the elite teams, you know. Um Mike, anything before we get ready to take off for today? Yeah, I, I did a little little investigating here. Okay. Ike Taylor, he has more interceptions per game in the playoffs than in the regular season. So oh, he sounds right. it, yeah, in the playoffs, he was he was more sure-handed than in the regular season. I think he, because you play such a smaller game, your yeah, numbers gonna be lower. But it much. was just wild. Yeah, I, it was like he had like one interception like every 13 games during the regular season, but it was like one in every four really in the playoffs. Yeah. It was like that dramatic of a change. I was like, holy shnikes, Ike oh, Taylor, baby. Well, and Ike Taylor and Troy Polamalu were drafted in the same draft class. They were, they were. I, I always forget that. that. I was forget. I know Ike was a fourth you, round pick. USC and Louisiana Lafayette. Off, yep. Shoeless Ike Taylor, dumber than a box of rocks, but he can run a four one forty, baby. Nubs with them with them nubs. I on the know, end of his wrist, man. man. If he could catch, he'd be in the Hall of Fame. Ain't, ain't that the truth, Derpy? What do you got, my man? Um, let's go Steelers. Another day close to Christmas. Yes. Happy holidays. Yes, twelve days. The twelve days to Christmas, guys. I can't wait. It sounds like you have all your shopping done, Mike. I, I, I'm just buying for one person this year, and I have his present. But yeah, he tries to open it every day. Um, I do want to say thank you to everybody for checking us out. We appreciate each and every one of you, as always. Yeah, without you, we wouldn't and we couldn't do it. So we do thank everybody. Um, I don't know, my I guess I, I don't have anything special. I maybe this uh this Jake Paul this Jake Paul thing this fight coming up on Friday. Again, I may have some interest in that. I, it's on. It's on something weird like D R V N D Z V N. I don't know what it is. I never even heard of it. Um, so I don't. I don't need. I doubt that I'll even watch it because I don't mean. I don't even know what this is that it's on. Yeah, I'm sure it's some kind of pay streaming thing. But uh, it was definitely something I've never seen before. Uh, if you give me just a moment, I could probably pull it up real quick. What are we looking for? What are we looking for? We're looking for where the um yeah where the fight is there it is d a z n dot com yeah. Jake Paul versus Andre August Friday December fifteenth live only on d a z n so I, I don't even know what that is a so chance are I'm probably not going to watch it but I do I, I am interested in that fight because of again the uh, the high profile part of it but uh, that's really all I got gentlemen anything I got, else I got nothing else man I, I I literally have speak now or forever hold your peace. Something's gonna happen after the uh, after the stream and the show. <laughs> oh, you know it. There'll be big news here in exactly thirty seconds. I know. Left. I am literally on Twitter right now, refreshing the feed. <laughs> but and hey, I uh, no- and I see nothing. But that's it. I think yeah. that's it for me, guys. I'm gonna go grab something to eat. You gentlemen have a great day, everybody. For the great two Tommy Yenzers, it's Mike Derpy, myself. Everyone have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye bye. See you. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs>